So we're following up from last uh, our last episode where we talked about the Godfather yeah. and we a very carefully crafted Tinder message that we sent to someone that had contacted Paul. But, Put a lot of heart into it. Yeah, so. but as of now, we she has not responded yet. Right. So that's our big update into this episode. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know the reaction yet. Yeah, but there's been a couple new matches. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Yeah, maybe. Time yeah, yeah. About drafting some some initial sure. messages. Well, this is the Let's Start Over podcast, uh, and this is the second episode in our Cinamorous series. That's right, Chris. When you make updates based on a movie you watch, that's Cinamorous. When you give love advice based on a movie you watch, that's Cinamorous. When you devise sex acts based on a movie you watch, that's Cinamorous. When you do a fourth thing, but I named all the things that's Cinemarous. Then Paul's Tinder too. Uh, which, if if you're just catching up for this block of episodes, we're looking at movies uh, through kind of a dating and relationship lens. Lens, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna we, we we watched a movie. We're gonna we're gonna pitch some dates based on the movie. Mm-hmm. We're gonna tackle a couple questions that may or may not be related to the movie. And then we're going to outline some creative, hopefully, sex acts that we have invented based on the film. That's really to help you all, you know, yeah, out yes. there. And then the next movie will be named by Paul. I don't know what it is yet. That's right. Um, the Today's movie was my selection, and that is the 1999 unappreciated classic Ravenous. Yeah. Starring Guy Pierce, Robert Carlyle, et al., so you had seen it before. It's been a number of years, uh, but I had um, I have, uh, one of my friend groups that is slightly disbanded. Uh, friend groups that disbanded? Well, no, I mean, like, we're also friends, but, you know, when it's, like, everything's, like, great and everyone's hanging out, like, all the time, and then, like, you know. and then I've peop- never had that. Then people move away for school, and then, you know, yeah. it's just never what it once was. But mm-hmm. um, when that pack was, like, in its in its in its peak, I would say, yeah. uh, pretty much any new person to the group that would make watch Ravenous. Really? They'd be like, oh, you haven't seen Ravenous? So and then it's just like, it was you know, a three o'clock thing. in the morning, like, we're watching Ravenous. So it was a thing. Yeah. Would you describe your pet group of friends as turgid? <laughs> uh, throbbing, swollen. Undulating. With, with creativity. Tumescent. <laughs> a tumescent bunch. That was your name, the tumescent bunch. Yeah, it was my band in high school. Don't mess with that. You guys had like denim jackets with a custom like a <laughs> embroidery on the back that said the tumescents. Did you think date movie when you watched it? I, I think it, it certainly could be a date movie, maybe just on a first date movie. Yeah, yeah. okay. I feel you. Okay. Um, All right. Well, uh, shall we get into our dates? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go? Do you want to go first? La- last time you had kind of a handful of ideas that were separate ideas. Right. You have a similar set this time, or uh, how do you want to do this? Yeah, I guess I have some. I mean, I can. I can. If you'd rather, I can. I can pitch them as one. You do whatever you want. Okay. Follow your heart. Um. You know, what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do the, do the power ballad with these. I'm just gonna kind of lump them into one. Okay. And yeah. then, but you listeners out there, if you want to just pick and choose, that's fine. Don't feel like you have to do all of them. When you listen to mine, you do have to do all of them, just like in the Godfather date, epic date. Right. All mine will always be a single date that you must do all the activities. So let's hear. It. Let's hear it. 
Um, yeah, so uh, the, the first uh, outing on the date uh, is just a, a run through the woods. Okay, a run, though. Yeah, you know, a, 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 a traipse. So are we talking like a jog or like a sprint? A fevered sprint. Yeah, you know, like... <sighs> on a trail or off tra- on trail or off trail? Well, I mean, I don't want anyone to get lost out there, okay. all right? Okay. So, but I, I do, uh, yeah, or maybe like you're in a little meadow. You know, and you just start, like, okay. you know, maybe hand in hand, and you're just, like, just running through the meadow. Sure. You know, in just sort of, like, a whimsical fashion. A frolic. A frolic, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Low stress. Low stress. Yeah, there's no, um, there should be no peril in this run <laughs> through the woods. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and that's followed up by just a little, a little bit of spelunking. You know, just yeah, a little, little cave exploration. I thought about some spelunking as well, you but know? I left it off mine. So but I'm just I not a cave full of bodies. Well, you don't know what's in the cave when you go in. So well, that's maybe, the maybe fun you do a little, little location scouting. So pre spelunking. Well, it might. I mean, it just depends. Like, just yeah, what your intentions Google are. Google it. Google it. You know? Sure. Just, yeah. Do a little guidebook situation. Trip advisor. Right. Am I likely to encounter bodies? I think that's fair. Uh, and then, then um, a little bit, and then uh, later that night. Okay. You guys cozy up together. Do a little fireside reading. Oh, reading. Yeah. What will be read? Uh, well, I think maybe some uh, some some philosophy because you know that oh, was spoken okay. of. You yes. know, some philosophy yeah. books, right. uh, and and uh, and then followed up with uh, drinking brandy, some conversation and some brandy. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that kind of, kind of just the 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 literal nightcap. On yeah, the, on the yeah. Evening. Okay, that sounds like a pleasant date. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty specific movie, I would say. So yeah. these aren't totally uh, dissimilar. Okay. Um, but I do have something that I'm that I think I genuinely think it would be a great date, which is to take a wilderness first aid class together. <laughs> yeah. I, have you ever taken a wilderness first aid? I, I have. Yeah. But but not can be a, quite fun. Not yeah. It was it's, fun. Yeah, and the, some of the, the role-playing that you get into and uh, some of the scenarios. Yeah. it's a, I think there's opportunity for flirtation there. Yeah. Um, so probably like, like a, a, a day class perhaps. Yeah, okay. sure. Yeah, like early afternoon. Not, not a 40-hour not a, not a like wilderness first responder right. kind of thing. This is just like, you know, let's just learn some things. Yeah. And then, you know, not surprisingly, we're going to end up in the woods after that. Sure. We're prepared at least. Or you already are in the woods, but. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Very mm-hmm. true. Um, and but a, a hike, but a hike with a purpose because you're going to do some light tracking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, maybe some you picked up some, just some light tracking. You know, yeah. stressless tracking. Right. You you know you don't have to like taste any like animal poop. For no, this no. In fact, you probably. I think we should have brought food with you. Maybe mm-hmm. a maybe a nice uh, stew in um, <laughs> in some kind of kettle. That's you know. What a tiffet or the, the in, things oh, in India sure. that people, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe you've got a tiffet mm-hmm. or two. Mm-hmm. At some point in the day, you notice you've actually picked up the trail on some hikers, backpackers okay. yeah. even. Uh-huh. You continue to track them throughout the night into the night. <laughs> and then, you know, conclude the date. You had some brandy. Nice Shh. nightcap. Sure. But this date will be concluded by finding the backpackers and then licking them in their sleep. Just a nice little first date. Just to meet cute. Um, and then dispersing. Right. I think that there's a potential for love. And not a ton of not a ton of overlap there. So <laughs> right. this could you know, one could be a first date, one could be a second date. Who knows? Right. Maybe if you enjoy the your your frolic 
and your phil- philosophy, right. maybe then you want to take things up a notch in the second day. And that's like when you the, lick the, the hikers. Right. I feel like that could also be like some like fucked up CAA training movie. You know, like you yeah. got to go in, you got to find, and you got to lick him on lick without them waking. <laughs> lick him. What was that? Was that the, the recruit with Al Pacino and. Agile, <laughs> athletic. Yeah. And, uh, see that's... Colin Farrell. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> recruit. <laughs> We'll cool. leave it up to you yeah. to decide which one you'd rather go on. Yeah, or and I feel like both? They're, they're scalable, too. They are, yeah. You know, I mean, if something's a little out of your comfort zone, you know, you scale back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's not all fun and games. People rely on us for that's right. to answer their questions. Yeah. Well, I think you have one that's kind of more of a general question, right? That's correct. Do you want to? Let's we'll start with that one. <clears throat> okay. Okay. What do you got? Yeah, uh, this was provided uh, by my good friend who was uh, we we sailed together, Christopher, it's on the tall ship. Uh, that's that's right. What was the name of the ship? It was the Schooner Adventurous, Christopher. And what's the name of your friend? Uh, his name is Wiley. Why you have a friend named Wiley? Yeah, he states, <clears throat> uh, "How do you react when having a fight with your partner over something, and you realize that they are actually right?" <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's important to admit when you're wrong. And I try to I personally try to do that as much as possible. The more you do it, the more they're so maybe we'll do it back to you. So it's probably good to just admit it. Yeah. Just like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. You may not want to. I understand and also if you may be in a situation where your partner never gives that courtesy, you right. may feel hesitant right. to take the high road there. Right. It just seems like you might want to just take your lumps, right? I think so. I mean, if there's anything we learned from this movie, you know, uh, there's some sacrifices that, yeah. that are made. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, what I, I, I think that uh, that Reich is a very strong character. Mm. Um, who I also realized Private is, Reich, just to everyone yeah. knows, is the blonde guy. He's the soldier. He's yeah. the one that's like, ah! Yeah, in a, in a lake or river or whatever. Yeah, um, and he's also plays uh, plays Buck in uh, Band of Brothers. Yes, he's in lots of stuff. He played, I believe, M. Bison in the ill-fated Chun Li spinoff Street Fighter movie. Really? He did. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That seems... Wow, indeed. <laughs> I have not seen that, but it just sounds like he's better for than the that best. Movie. <laughs> no, um, I don't think so. After really? seeing it, you may. I think they were perfectly matched. Really? Really? Because really? I thought he was he's like a little strong... campy. Yeah. I mean, he's solid. He's got a great screen presence. He's got a good face. I like his, yeah. I like his face. But I don't know if I would actually think that he was a great actor. I think he's just one of those people that you like when you see him. Right. Yeah. Um, he made a sacrifice. Yeah, he did. And uh, I just think that, you know, just like, uh, yeah, just like being in the service of your country, uh-huh. being in a relationship, uh, you know, there's sacrifices to be made too. And sometimes you just got to be like, you know what? Well, shit. Yeah. You know, Feast I, on my body. Yeah. I thought I was doing the right thing, uh-huh. but you know what? If mm-hmm. I'm, if I, if me admitting that I was wrong uh, and you uh, essentially just, Eating my flesh mm-hmm. uh, in a devour metaphorical me. sense, devour me. Uh, they they become stronger, and I think you both become stronger mm-hmm. as a relationship because of that. Uh, we've got one. This is kind of a long question, but you know, uh, bear with me here. Yeah. Okay, my boyfriend and I have been pretty serious for two years now. We met on a survivalist outdoors enthusiast Facebook group. Sure, he'd survived some kind of awful wilderness trip scenario where he ended up eating human flesh. Oh no. I thought that sounded so harrowing, as I too have been to some bummer sleepovers and felt a connection right away. 
We started seeing each other for hikes and camping trips. On one such trip, he admitted to me that he was interested in continuing to eat people, but that he didn't want that to get between us. Right. I liked him a lot, so I told him it wouldn't be a problem for me. So one night, we raided the tents of Boy Scouts, dragged off the smallest single merit badge earning tyke we could find. (laughs) My boyfriend dug right in, showing me where the most delicious meat was. When he offered me a bite, though, I just couldn't do it. I pretended to chew the finger, but actually just spit it out into my hanky. And I've been spitting fingers into my hanky for two years now, faking all of our meals together. I feel like it's only a matter of time before he pops the marriage question, and I want to be ready to cannibalize with my perfect guy when that day comes. But how do I tell him I've been lying to him, or do I tell him at all? I feel like this could be grounds for him to leave me. Signed, Wendy Go. Which, uh, that name, if you've watched the film, you'll understand what that means. So, uh, she's been lying about the food, spitting the food out. Yes, the fingers. What do we, should she be honest about this or is this going to be too upsetting? Christopher, I think a relationship uh, is chiefly, it's about trust. Yeah. And uh, so far this relationship has been built, well, I mean, this is hard because she was trying to do the right thing by meeting him halfway. I mean, like, hey, like, I know this is important to you. Um, And so I think that was, that was a good it was good of her to, to, to make that effort, to make that yeah. step. But then I feel like uh, she's really sacri- put the relationship at risk by not being honest about how she's really feeling. I think that's very true. So, I mean, she's clearly made an effort. I think <clears throat> it's important for her to come forward and say, "Yeah, hey, you know, I didn't quite feel comfortable saying this. but Right. Um, I've got another question here. Yeah. Uh, now, it's going to sound like this might be from the same person, but they're actually from two different people. All right, I'm just going to jump right into it. Yeah. <clears throat> this is embarrassing to say the least, but here goes. I don't think I've ever had an orgasm before, and my boyfriend says it's okay, but I know it's bothering him. I've tried herbal cleanses, deep tissue massage, but nothing has worked. At this point, I'm willing to try anything, or so I thought. I went to my naturopath, and he said there are actually a ton of great health benefits to consuming human flesh including heightened senses, especially in the nether region. (laughs) I don't want my boyfriend to break up with me, but human flesh? Need your advice ASAP. Signed, Wendy Go. Wow. So we got two two separate people wrote in as Wendy Go, uncoordinated. That's an amazing fact. Yeah. And a testament to the far-reaching power of this podcast. I would say so. So what do we think about this? We've got two layers. There's the orgasm thing, and then there's the flesh-eating thing. Right. Is it worth it? She's not sure. Right. She wants to take that step. Well, it sounds like maybe uh, he's more upset by the fact that she can't have an orgasm than maybe even she is. Yeah, and I, th- she shouldn't be putting that pressure on her that she's thinking about eating human flesh right. just to I have would, increased I would say sense so. Of, yeah. Yeah. So this is his problem, really. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good to have a check-in, obviously, about uh, how things are going mm-hmm. uh, in the relationship and especially in the boudoir. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it sounds like, to me, uh, she needs to have a real honest conversation with him, um, you know. Uh, yeah. And, and and maybe, you know, maybe they can find that there's there's other ways that he can mm-hmm. give her what she needs. Yeah. You know? I think that's, Without resorting that's, to cannibalism, I think that's extreme. Well, we've got one more question to cover here. Yeah. And this one, I, I believe, is uh, ripped straight from real life. Okay. I mean, all of these, obviously, are very honest and real Sh- questions. Sure. But something tells me that this one's just a little more honest. Okay. 
Basically, I just met the love of my life. Hugely hit it off. But she's got a man. They've been dating for like six months or so, and she has a suspicion that he might be gay. How the fuck do I break them up? Whoa. That's, I'm going to go, I'm gonna let that person go unnamed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, fair. So what do we, yeah, what do we think about this? Um, so they, they, they're into this girl and, yeah. and she is dating a, she's dating a guy, but she's having misgivings about it. Well, if like. she's speculating to him this, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe she's insinuating that there's an opening here. Right. So are they just friends at this point? It sounds like it. Yeah. Six months, not really that long in my opinion. Yeah. But she doesn't maybe know how he feels about her. I wonder. Maybe I wonder. It's pro- be, I'm gonna based on this person. Up. I'm gonna say I'm gonna speculate that she's fully aware. My I tell you what I think he yeah. should do. Yeah, take it. I think that he should attempt to seduce the boyfriend <laughs> to find out. <laughs> to find out. <laughs> sure. Maybe if we can get like an earpiece involved. <laughs> And maybe uh, a comedic actor, like, I'm imagining this is going to be turned into, like, a Saving Silverman kind of movie, you know? What's what's a good actor that could give him advice in an earpiece? I mean, probably Simon Pegg. Oh, you think Simon Pegg? Yeah. Okay. They they do a lot of earpiece talk in those Mission Impossible movies. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's really good. So Simon Pegg's going to tell him what he needs to do to seduce... The attempt to seduce the boyfriend to try to find out if there's something to this. Yeah. That's certainly one way to handle it. Okay. Um, And probably the other way would be just to, you know, just be a friend. Don't be a dick and just try to just ride it out and see, you know. Just ride it out. I don't know. I mean, I don't think uh, actively trying to break up two people. I just don't think it – I think it just puts bad energy in the air, Christopher. Wow. I know I'm what really, a noble, I'm really what letting a noble my homeschooling person. bleed through and you I apologize. <laughs> and this is supposed to be a, a non-biased. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they teach at homeschool? There, there's there's some energy don't, talks. Don't break yeah. people up. Yeah, don't be a dick. I mean, I guess <laughs> my mom has definitely had that conversation with me. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you tried to break up your parents, is why she was like, Hey, Paul. You need to cut this out. You need okay. to stop. Your dad's not gay, okay? I know I stop sending people to try to seduce him. It's getting uncomfortable. Uh, All right. Now let's uh, transition into our ravenous sex acts. Portion of the program seems to come alarmingly easy for me. Mm -hmm. So I've got a bunch. Surprise. Uh, I'm not saying they're all winners, but the ideas just spring forth. Well, neither are our performances in the bedroom. Also, are not all winners, so I think it's good to take the good with the bad. Speak for yourself. The <laughs> <laughs> first thing um, I want to put out there is a little move that I like to call the Colonel Ives. Yeah, that's uh, Robert Carlyle's character in the film. That's right. Uh, when you pull a Colonel Ives, it's when you hide your genitals in a complex series of dark caves for your partner to search for. <laughs> so it involves uh... genital mutilation. <laughs> Well, I don't. I didn't say that, but uh, <laughs> I it's, it's, uh, it's you, a mental stimulation. Unless you and your genitals are in your the men- dark. It's, a, it's about stimulating more than just the body, the mind. <laughs> right. Titillating with excitement. It's playful. Spelunking. Yeah, we're yeah. getting some of that going yeah, on. That's playful. the Colonel Ives. Yeah. I've not done it yet, but 
I'll give it a shot someday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got one? I do. I do, Chris. Okay. Uh, first one, this is called The Dog Pile. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> is this in reference to the pile of corpses? It is. At the beginning For of those the that haven't seen the movie, uh, Guy Pierce is it, yes. right? Uh, he is faking a death uh, in the Mexican-American War, and so they grab his, what they presume is his corpse, and they pile it underneath... <laughs> Uh, a bunch of actually dead people. A bunch of actually dead people. Um, so this is called the dog pile, uh, and this is just um, you just have sex while a bunch of people pile on top of you. <laughs> okay, so but those people are not having sex; they're just piled on. Yeah. So there's there's there's, a, a there's couple people laying on top sex. of you. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's a little voyeuristic. Yeah, sure. You know, but um, but they're not getting stimulation. They're just right. There. It's more about the two of you. Okay. I like to think. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I want to throw a little one out there called The Blonde Private, which is in reference to Private Reich. Right. The aforementioned. Yeah. Um, if you pull a blonde private, it's before or even maybe taking a break during sex to submerge from the waist <laughs> down yourself in ice cold water. I love it. People like all kinds of things. Well, Christopher, a, a little quick aside to that. Yeah. When I was uh, I was living in Iceland for a brief time for a, a little over a month. Was this because of your crippling addiction to eating horses? <laughs> Uh, same trip. Okay. Uh, okay. Same trip. Uh, I did not find the horse to be addictive, though. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, I was in a little town. only had a couple hundred people in it. Uh, so when I was done working, I would walk down to uh, the the little, like, city pool. I mean, city is a, you know, overstatement. Public pool. Public pool. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so they had a they had a hot tub and, mm. um, and a little sauna. It was great. So I went there almost every night. But uh, there was another hot tub that um, was no longer hot. And this was outside. And that one just froze over. Mm. And so some hooligans, like, busted some ice out of it. Um, it was just, like, because originally it was just set up as, like, the shock pool. So it was slightly heated. You jump back and forth. And then you jump yeah. back and forth, you know, which I found kind of nice. And then uh-huh. it got, like, really cold because apparently then it wasn't really very heated at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, it was oddly invigorating. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, throw that out there. I so could you're, just, saying, you're saying I might be wrong to, to, to would, doubt it. I wouldn't rule it out. Okay. I wouldn't rule it Did out. Did you do it? Did you do the blonde private? Well, I mean, not only half of it because there was no sex involved. <laughs> so <laughs> Okay, close. I don't want to just say no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You did it. Yeah, did the sexless, sexless blonde private. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got a bunch. I think I'm just going to do back-to-back here. Okay, great. I'm going to throw in one, a lesser one. Yeah. A little-known move uh, called the David Arquette. Yeah. Wait, which one is he? Uh, he's the dumb one, the one that's always high. Okay, yeah. You're not familiar with David Arquette, right? Really. Maybe I'm not. Okay. Well, this might be lost on you a little bit then. Okay. Um, but the David Arquette is when you're making love mm-hmm. and David Arquette is in the room. <laughs> and you think, you look over and you see him and you're like, why is David Arquette here? It seems really out of place. Uh, and yet he lingers. Much like he lingers in this film in which he also <laughs> seems oddly out of place. So that's doing the David Arquette. All right. Give me another one. <clears throat> Christopher, this one's called the bear trap. And you know, as you know, at the end of the movie, that's how that's <laughs> how he get, takes Robert Carlyle yeah, down. Is yeah. he shoves him? They shoves. They both. He grapples him <laughs> them, them both into a bear trap. I think I see where this one's going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, waiting for one of them to die. Uh-huh. So uh, you both take a little smackdown of Ambien. <laughs> okay. And then uh, and then get it on. Okay. Uh, until one of you falls asleep on top of the other one. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I like that one. 
That's probably accidentally done quite a lot. Perhaps. People yeah. don't say, let's do the bear trap. They wake up next morning and they're like, oh, we did the bear trap. <laughs> did I bear trap you? I'm so, so that's, sorry. That's, that's the bear trap. I shouldn't have taken the ambient. I'm going to um, hit you with another one right now. Yeah, let's do it. Um, called The Outpost. Yeah. Um, the Outpost is, it, it requires the right mood, I would say. Right. Um, when, when an individual uh, sets up a model replica of The Outpost in the movie Ravenous uh, with the figures and everything, sets them up on their partner's <laughs> body, and then tries to complete sex... Uh, to orgasm without knocking over any of the figures. But that's the outpost. Well, I have one. I guess this is the only one of mine that's gender specific because it involves a penis. Uh, This is what I call the splint. And when it's you're unable, one, one is unable to achieve an erection and then uses a piece of wood from the forest to form a splint in order to straighten the penis <laughs> for sexual use. Sure. That's what the does. splint is. That's yeah. Yeah. That's Great. So the wilderness, you might learn that um, in, in wilderness. In your erectile, training. yeah, wilderness erectile dysfunction right. class. Yeah, I think we got into that. Yeah, yeah. did bit. you? Oh, yours was like that? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah cool. a little erection splinting. Yeah, the splint. Um, uh, those are all of my acts. Okay. You got anything else do you want to talk about here? Yeah, uh, not. Well, we discussed Tinder briefly, uh, my ongoing. Oh, yeah, so we, we mentioned this earlier in the show. In the last episode, we discussed the fact that Paul had received a somewhat unconventional mm-hmm. ma- Tinder message yeah. that said, can I touch your titties? That's correct. And then we together uh, crafted a response. That pretty strong. Sent, pretty strong. Response. But in kind, I would say. A humorous yeah. response. A yeah. humorous retort. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't feel like we went blue either. And I think it'd be no, easy to do that. No, I don't think so. Yeah, no. I think it context. was it was humorous. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but And yet she has not responded. You, you told me before taping. That's correct. Okay, well, I guess we'll have to check in next time. We'll check in next time. But I think you did You did receive another message, though, right? Well, not a message, but I, I got some new matches. You got some new matches. Yeah, okay. and there's this one one lady that I will, I will, uh, I'll remain unnamed. Of course. Um, but uh, we matched together, and she's into outdoor stuff, and said that she's also a sailor. And since I've also done some sailing, yeah, I was like, well, maybe, you know, because I've tried the whole conventional, you know, oh, hey, how's your week going? Or, you know, ask, you know, uh-huh. some you know, little chitty chat sure. stuff, right? Sure, sure. So I was like, well, what if I just, boom, first message, just like a, just an excerpt from some sort of like Mariner ballad, like Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, or, you know, or maybe even a, a uh, an excerpt from uh, Robert Shaw's monologue from Jaws. Oof, this is sounding very, <laughs> I don't know if I'm on board with this, but I'm curious to hear what you're going to say here. And then, you know, and just, just shoot that off, you know, sort of like, uh-huh. oh, hey there, sailor, boom, you know. Okay. That kind of thing. Um, have you done that? I have not done that. I feel like uh, that could go against you. Okay. I would say, you know, I see your sailor. Who's your, what's your favorite sailor from fiction. What's your favorite fictional sailor? Ooh. Mine's Robert Shaw in Jaws. Ooh. You know? Yeah. You're giving some giving some information. Yeah. And you're asking for some information. Yeah. You it's up to, to you to decide the our next film. A lot of uh navigating a relationship I would say is about problem solving. Okay. Real time problem solving, the like trials, uh 
and, and teamwork. I think really a lot of teamwork. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'm choosing Apollo 13 <laughs> for our next movie. <laughs> Apollo 13. Yeah. Okay, the Ron Howard Oscar-nominated Apollo right. 13. That's right. Well, Just... I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I've watched that movie in quite a long time. Yeah. So, and I think I think you, we'll both find that there's just a whole wealth of uh, of just good good knowledge that we can glean and okay. share uh, and condense. Well, so what people always say about Apollo 13 is that it's actually about relationships. Yeah, that's the subtext. Well, I had this I this conversation with my that. sister that uh, that it is in fact uh, an upbeat movie, and she said, mm-hmm. "No, it's not. It's like you know, par- but like to me, it's just like." And so we'll triumph get into it. of the American spirit. Yeah. Is your sister homeschooled too? Uh, yes. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. See you back here for Ball 13 next time. Great. Yeah. Look forward to it. make updates based on a movie you watch that's cinemorous. When you give love advice based on a movie you watch that's cinemorous. Device sex acts based on a movie.